throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, beautiful soul family. Welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights, your home for spiritually guided transformation and empowerment. I am your host, Dear James, and together with The Unseen, we look at current energies, we listen to The Unseen to see what they have in terms of guidance for us, and we take your questions live. So throughout the broadcast, by all means, please place in the comments, give us a shout out, let us know where you're joining from. It's the only way that we know you're there. And then also, again, throughout the broadcast, if you have a comment, if you have a question, place it in and we will incorporate it throughout the broadcast. So. Very, very, very excited about the topic. And remember these shows, uh, the shows why we are, um, you know, week by week, we're looking at the energies week by week. They ripple out. They are, um, in essence, eternal in that way. So each piece of guidance that comes to us in each weekly show is is available in perpetuity, if you will. It, it stretches out. Hello, Anne. Hello, Kelmar. And hello, Elizabeth. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, ah, it's Kelly Marie. Yes, from Dogwood Shores, Tennessee. And uh, Anne is in France. And I believe I'm trying to remember if Elizabeth is in Louisiana. I'm not sure. Anyways, let's look at Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is really a great week, a great, great energies. We're looking at February 8th, 2023. So a 2, an 8, and 2023. And the 2023 is a 7 year. The main theme, we have a main theme and we have a a mantra, if you will, and we have a key theme. And the key theme is unity. And so bear this in mind and how it's going to be unity, of course, with others, but unity, soul unity, unity up and down. And what they're talking about here is unity of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. The unity. It's an internal unity and how that ripples out. Okay? So we have that. And then the overall theme is time to shine. And so let me just bring up the mantra here so everybody can see it. This is our mantra. You can see the stars. This color of blue is like this twilight color. And it's, it's representative of the fact that it's the most beautiful hour, this twilight hour. Um, we see it sometimes in the morning, but certainly into the evening. As the sun is setting, evening is coming, it's twilight and this time to shine. And they said, igniting the divine magic within. And then they showed me the magician card. So we're going to see how this all comes together in terms of the energies. So time to shine, igniting the divine magic. And they underline this, divine magic. And remember, let's just bring it up. We're going to bring up the fool card and the magician card in the tarot. And what you see on your screen, the the fool card is on the left, the magician card is on the right. And in the center is that beautiful twilight blue, and it says divine magic. And there's this crescent moon with the star of Venus, the flower, the star of Venus. And both of these images are by the Brigitte Ashwood from the Luminous Tarot. Um, So the point here, igniting the divine magic within. And what they're speaking to is 
it's time to shine. It's time to radiate. It is time to, like you see, this representation of the magician, like Master Jesus on the right. You see the sword. You see the wand in his right hand. You see the cup. You see the pentacle. And then you see this all of this natural abundance, the roses, the vine, the, uh, the lilies. You see in the table, the foundation upon which things are laid. And you see the infinity symbol. So you're going to see how the number eight, today's the eight, and they really honed in on the eight. So the eight laid on its side is the symbol of infinity. And what it's saying is, and, and note the uh, diadem around his head, around his forehead, the symbol of divinity, the symbol of royalty, of a, of a higher self. And so, welcome, Alicia. Um, and so, what they're saying here is time to shine. Key theme, unity. In, internal unity, so as to ripple that out outwardly. As you move through and you and you have the uh, the sun, the moon, and Venus, sun, moon, and Venus, these three power players, and how you can see the two cards they bridge. So from the magician, the sun, uh, pardon me, the, the the moon and the star, and the crescent moon represents new beginnings. It's it's emerging, it's coming into its fullness, and how that bridges with the star of Venus how it bridges into the fool. And we are all the fool. And not a fool as in naive and, you know, like um, less conscious. The fool as in childhood wonder and awe, that entrepreneurial spirit, that I have the sun, I have everything I need. And I have the sun at my back within the knapsack. We've talked about this. Within the knapsack is all the tools of the magician. They have the flower. You can see this source of purity and the um, look at you know the sunflowers on the garment and everything. You have the trusted companion, your soul, the white dog, represented by the white dog, your trusted companion. And then you see again the clouds at the base. So where it looks like yes, we're stepping out into the unknown. We're stepping into this this off this precipice, and yet there's the unseen holding us. Exactly. Elizabeth is saying faith in the path. Exactly. It's full faith and trust. It is full faith and trust in your internal soul source connection, your internal GPS system. It is not outside of you. It is not somebody else telling you what to do, what not to do. And this is, that's what is so great about weekly wisdom and insights in this show and, and the actual, you know, genuine humility of getting to do this show and all of you joining with us is the fact that it is self-empowerment, self-transformation and empowerment. It is about receiving wisdom, divine wisdom, and then go go forth and listen and conquer, self-empowerment. Welcome, Brigitte. And so here's this beauty that is upon us. And while we have and, and the number eight and the number 17. When you add 2, 8, and 20, 23, it becomes a 17, which becomes an 8. Good morning, Gretchen, and or wherever you are in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, so there's this beauty. And the 17 and the 8, remember from the Yijing, I'm going to bring this up for a second and just, I want to briefly touch on these because we're going to talk about hexagram 42 for a reason. 
But hexagram 17 is about divine guidance. It's about following, be led. It's, it's show by example. And its hidden influence is 53, development, flower. And you note all of the flower imagery on the magician card and on the fool card. It's ever present, this development, this flowering, this internal, via internal unity and soul source connection. Its underlining cause is 18, decay, remedy, repair what's spoiled. And so by unifying, by this key theme of unity, we have this internal and we have the, we have the chakras, right? You have all of the chakras. So in essence, it's about the harmonizing, the blending, the purifying, and you're going to see how color, they were really insistent this week about one color. You noticed in the intro video, it was green. That is the color. So we have this, let me be really clear, we have these very very powerful um, guiding, a guiding narrative here. Sun, moon, Venus, the color green, and then I'm going to bring these up, and then you're going to see the nesting dolls. What's at your center? And you've heard me talk about uh, in a couple of shows ago and before the, the animated movie Rise of the Guardian. And there's a very powerful point in that movie where Santa with Jack Frost is asking him, what's at your center? And he has these nesting dolls. And this is very, very, very important. What's at your center? And the nesting dolls represent kind of like the unflowering, the unfolding, the discovery, the fool's journey. Because we keep going. We're, we're never, it's never complete or finished because source is never complete and finished. It is, it's all encompassing, right? So it's whole and complete within itself and yet ever evolving, ever changing, ever, ever more discovery of soul self connection, the, the actual walking the way, walking the journey. And so we're asked at this point, so sun, moon, Venus, green, the color green, and these nesting dolls with these three elements of unity, divine guidance, and 42, hexagram 42, increase, expansion. Because we are at this point where the energies are really taking off and we are being not forced, but that's what it feels like. Forced because it's actionary. Mars is back in, in action. All planets are moving forward. And so there's this immense and sometimes can be intense um, energy, action to move, to go after your dreams, to live the life your soul came to live. It's not about the one it's not about shoulda, woulda, couldas. It's not about um, other people telling us what to do or not to do, living by other people's expectations, desires, rules, um, encumbrances, and so forth, attachments. It's not about that. It is about I unify from, from within. I unify my, my body, mind, heart, soul, spirit. I connect. And with, I'm going to bring these images back up, with the fool and the magician 
and the divine magic within and with the and with the star the star of venus you're going to see that the star of venus represents the divine feminine this has been since last year november when we embarked on this weekly wisdom and insights journey it was about the return of the divine feminine and how she is ushering in a return not necessarily and it's going to feel new because we haven't in this lifetime we have yet to experience it we have been bearing witness to the reemergence of it you see it on on an international stage you the hashtag uh, me too movement the the things that were um, not okay but were happening being brought about in the press litigation things of this nature where the divine feminine is re-establishing her presence, her prominence, her value, her worth, um, her nourishment, and where we are to align with that, where we are to engage with that, where we are to become ever more unified, ever more divine in our magic, in our abilities to create the life we really, really, really want to live. I should say really one more time because it's really, really, really. It's about doing that. And what's required in, in, in simple layman terms, what's required? Full faith and trust that it is present, it is available, it is within me, and that I am required. What am I required to do? Take the step. Take the necessary step or steps. You know, we keep taking the necessary steps because without them, we're going nowhere fast. We're going to keep spinning in a circle. We're going to keep experiencing. And this is the second thing they said to me. You know, it's, and, and this has been a quote they've given me for a very long time. You know what you know until you know. Time to shine. And here is this, let me bring this up. It's this beautiful image. It's this in, in the movie, Rise of the Guardians. And so you can see, time to shine, step by step, putting it together. And remember, in this movie, there's a point where the, this magical um, staff is broken. And Jack Frost is thrown into a um, kind of a cavern, if you will, a pit, a cavern. And... He, of course, is feeling sorry for himself. He's feeling broken. The staff is broken. And with him is Baby Tooth. And Baby Tooth starts, you know, squawking. Beep, 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 beep. And in essence, saying to him, hey, wake up. Get, get, get your, you know, get your stuff together. <laughs> We've got this. You have everything you need. It's all within you. You just have to be willing. You just have to have the, the fortitude, the desire, the will to connect and listen and move yourself forward. And by doing so, with, with Jack Frost, by doing so, coming into unity with what's at his center. What's well, the same for us? What's at your center? What do you truly desire? And then how do you align to manifest that, to create it, to realize it and experience it? And it's funny, the image there, 
is where with his will, with his internal, okay, he's, you know, baby tooth has ignited his, his inspiration, his enthusiasm, his trust and faith and, and remembrance. And he's, boom, and he puts the two broken pieces together. And there's that divine magic. Now, he doesn't know before that happens, that it's going to happen. He just is trying to put it back together. He's step by step putting it together. He, boom, he locks the two pieces. And what radiates the divine magic healed from the inside out. Whew, him and baby tooth are out of the cavern, out of the cave and on their way. In this instance, to saving the world, saving the light, perpetuating the light, rippling it out, becoming a guardian. And that's what we're all, that's what's on offer to all of us. It doesn't matter whether it's individual. And we talk about this person, place, business, governance, institution, all of these same rules apply because they are all people-driven. There is not an institution, a government, a military, a business, that a person that isn't without a person, persons, people, humanity. And humanity is God's gift of the divine. And so we can see this. So we had hexagram 17. Let me jump back there for a second and, and go to also hexagram 8. Let me know how this is resonating with you. Um, Elizabeth is saying intuition coming, intuition coming to fruition. Exactly. Elizabeth joining. Welcome, Elizabeth. Um, and Elizabeth, leaving job of 23 years, eight-year relationship, moving to North Carolina, stepping out in faith. How magical. 23. This is the year. 2023. 20, seven. Remember, I'm going to bring it up really quickly. I'm bouncing because this energy. I'm going with the flow. And see, go with the flow. And yet, this seven year, 2023, a seven year, it represents the foundation of God's promise, of God's word. It's divine fulfillment. It's divine perfection. It's divine completion. It is that table. It is the foundation upon which all things rest, stand. 23. And then this eight, the power of the eight. And eight. In the, uh, in the Yijing, hexagram eight, this uniting, unite, unite. What they're saying to me in this moment is unite, quote unquote, the broken pieces of self. Nothing is truly broken as you, as you bear witness with the rise of the guardians and the, the Jack Frost staff. Everything is whole and complete. Everything with divine magic igniting the divine magic within, everything can be healed, restored. There is truly nothing, quote-unquote, broken. However, they're saying, should you feel that, or when you may feel that, unite, reunite the broken pieces within. Because it is about uniting first within. All of our, all of our, our shadow and, and just while we're on that for a moment, the divine shadow, it is divine. The shadow is purposeful. It is not about killing, the, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater and killing the shadow and eradicating the shadow because the shadow assisted us 
in getting to where this to this moment where we are. What when we look at the yin yang sign, when we look at the void and the light, it is about harmony, balance, and the purity of both. It is not about eradicating the darkness. It's about purifying it. Too much darkness is too much darkness. Too much light is too much light. It is the harmony. And the divine feminine matriarchal rule is about the harmonizing and the balancing of the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Harmony, equality, freedom, liberation, this utilizing the creative force and the receptive force to to create, to begin anew. And so let me just do this really quickly with uniting the hidden influence, 23 split apart. So again, we're splitting apart from the old ways. We're splitting apart from the impurities. We're splitting apart from that. What remains is whole and complete. It's vibrating. It's it's. So what they're showing me right now is imagine, um, you know, like uh, cinder blocks or like a cinders from the fire, like black and white, everything and the the crustiness of this stuff burning away, falling away, and then what remains within. And it's the image of the staff. What remains within is this rainbow, translucent, magically vibrating and glowing technicolor staff. Colors of the chakra. You see how this is like, that's what's eternal. That is what's ever vibrating, ever present, ever with us. The other stuff is the decay, the stuff that got caked on, that's being shed and removing. Underlining cause to num- to hexagram eight, number eight, this uniting, unite, is 14, great possessing, shine. What's the overall theme? Time to shine, igniting the divine magic within. It's time to come, it's time to come to life. Remember this from last week's show, GE, we bring good things to life. Well, it was a um, the universe was using that same, like, we bring good things to life. And that's what this moment is about. And so as we move through, um, I'm just clearing this one second quickly. Um, the color green. And let me just bring in some of your um, comments, Elizabeth. And again, that the 23 and the 8 and the moving and just stepping out in faith is so empowering and powerful. Yes, is it frightening and scary and all of that? Yes, yes it is. Um, however, we'll never know. We know what we know until we know, until you know. It's time to shine. It's time to move forward. It's time to release the decay, that those things that have spoiled, the the black and white of it, meaning black and white, the the grays and the black and whites, the old, because it's technicolor time. Yes, we we went and think about that from television. Television went from black and white to color to technicolor. Life as we know it is going from black and white, Wizard of Oz. Dorothy went from black and white to technicolor. The Land of Oz and The Wizard of Oz was the first technicolor movie ever made. 
black and white to technicolor. So color was part of black and white, was part of the, the original spectrum. The spectrum, technicolor. So the vibrancy of that, the vitality of that, the unity yet independence of that. This is what this is now. This is what this time is all about. And how are you taking the steps to merge, to unify, to unite with it so as to bring in an ever greater presence and uh, empowerment of it? That's where they're that's where they're going with all of it. Elizabeth said goosebumps. Uh, she said, found my I am. Yes, exactly. This I am. And and there's a piece of that in, in the fourth thing they said, that I am part. Um, and Elizabeth said, my heart space, soul source space spoke to me today. It asked me to really bring back all the pieces. Perfectly, perfect timing, perfect grace. There is the unseen speaking to us. And it's beautiful that, and you use the word really, and I was like, really, really, really? How many really? Because they're, they are really, <laughs> they are really fired up about this. They are, uh, because the time is now. There is a beauty about the third thing they said as we jump into all this. They said, returning home. And in brackets, they said, returning to the past, home. And remember, they've said to us, we're going back to where we begin where we began at an octave higher. Well, an octave is separated by eight notes, this power of number eight. So we're returning home to the past, to where we began, to go an octave higher. And they said returning home, returning to the past, ushers in the future, the new. Because again, it all exists. It's just new to us in this moment as we go to experience it. We've all heard about a previous golden age or golden ages. We've heard about a time where things were literally divine, utopia, heaven on earth, this type of thing. And and of course, when we look at our current world, it looks black and white. It, it looks almost destructive, black and white. Um, this original, not original state, but this original state of this time frame of the of the the chaos, the destruction, the oppression, things of that nature. And it's not to say that, again, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It doesn't mean that everything isn't, because everything is purposeful. It's just they are making a very clear point here. And it's number three. It's it's about the Trinity, that we are all individually and collectively in this moment of returning home. And returning home means returning back to center, returning back to that place of balance and grace and harmony and bliss, utopia, so as to receive, interact with technicolor, the radiating vibrance of being, of I am. It's no longer degraded. It's returned to its wholeness, to its purest form and state its purest vibrancy. And so all of all of this unencumbering, all this unlayering, all of the ash and the soot and the the decay and the buildup, all that gray muck going away and returning. And they said it's like a timepiece 
So this returning home to the past ushers in the future, the new. The returning home to the past is an old timepiece, a clock. And, the, and they said the clock strikes 12. And then the ushering in of the new, the future, the new is moving, quote, outside of time. It goes on forever. It is, it is a, yes, a phoenix moment. It is seen green in my mind. I, yes, because the green is the leveling up. It is all of the above. Um, and yes, embracing my whole story, dancing with the skeletons in my closet. Yes, because they're purposeful and they're, and they're not evil. They're good. <laughs> they, because some of our greatest lessons in the, in this paradigm that we've been in, in the operating system, in the language system, in the karmic system we have been in, some of the shadow can be our greatest teacher. It can be, we, we seem to, humans in this point, seem to, when something is very um, shadow, shadow side, horrific, it seems to impact us more than the, sim- the simplicity and beauty of the purity of something good. It's as if we take the good for granted. And, if, and yet when we struggle for something, it, it means more to us because it took more of us. Well, that languaging system and that way of being, this returning home, the timepiece, the clock strikes 12, changes everything. Because it, we move outside of this operating system. We move outside of the way it's been. I know that sounds futuristic. I know that may sound a little airy-fairy to some. Bear with me because they they never the, the the unseen never leads us astray your soul your soul source gps never leads you astray and there's a there's a piece of this about the future and technicolor and a return to the vibrancy and, and it's electric you can see my hand for those watching you can see my hands moving on screen it's because it's vibrating it's radiating the purity and the goodness of this multifaceted um, pearlescent, rainbow-esque light energy. And that is what's within us. That is what we are. And thereby, it's going to radiate. And the thing that we're meant to do, this is so important, choose. Choose to align with it. Choose to have full faith and trust in it. Choose to believe it. Even when you can't see down and around the corner, choose. It comes down to choice. It is. The key theme, it's a key. The key to is unity. Unity within, so as to have unity without, outside of ourselves. Because it's the time to shine, and it's the time that we're igniting the divine magic within. Um, Really quickly, uh, Ambergie is saying, the energy has been amazing last Wednesday, I'm really watching my words, thoughts, and living with intention can feel huge shifts inside. Yes, it's to be ever mindful, ever present, ever conscious, conscientious. Because again, we're, we're rippling out, we're expanding, we're moving through, and we are repairing. Um, Brigitte used the example about the house and the flood and how in, in last week or one of the, just within the last two weeks. And, and I used the example of how when we repair what's spoiled, when we renew things, when we, when we pay it forward energetically, we restore something to her former glory. 
That is the unity of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. It's about restoring it, returning it to its former glory. So as to be it upon arrival, I am. To be it. Because we already are. So now it's just the, it's the, uh, it's doing the works. It's taking the steps. It's putting it together. Hexagram, oh, number eight. Sorry, I want to bring in. So this is from a biblical standpoint. When I do, when I invoke uh, biblical references, it's from a state of purity, from a state of spirituality, from a state of the unseen, of grace, pure grace. And I say that because it, it you know, it, it can get um, interpretation, can layer things that aren't intended. So in the purity of number eight, it says, um, via the Bible, it represents a new beginning. It is a number of hope, new horizons, and bright future. It is connected with Master Jesus. His, Master Jesus' name in Gematria is 888. So the Trinity, the all-encompassing. And so think about that, mother, father, child, all-encompassing. So the child, the divine child, we are each a divine child, represents the whole of this, of this eight, of infinity, eternity. Um, it says, so in regards to Master Jesus, that he was resurrected on the eighth day after he was chosen to be sacrificed for the sins of humanity. And so remember, when you look at the Sumer, ancient Sumeria, the cuneiforms, they all talk, and this is all the way back, Mesopotamia, it goes all the way back to the point, the origin of humanity. And it talks about humans being created, quote unquote, by the gods, um, as a slave race, as a, as a, and then, so realize, then we fast forward. And Master Jesus comes as the son of God to uh, atone and buy our liberation, buy our freedom, repair what's spoiled, liberate us, so as to have a new beginning, so as to have hope, so as to have new horizons, so as to have a bright future. And at some point, this change of to go on forever, the old way, the old order ends, and the new one begins and it goes on. The technicolor goes on forever. So there's this beauty in the fact of that the the sacrifice and and it doesn't matter it I say it doesn't matter I don't I'm not speaking from a religious perspective speaking from a um the purity of source and spirit and humanity and what's on offer meaning when we atone, and we, we talked about this last week in the show, the atonement of things, atoning for things, own, atone, release. And in that sense, in that simplicity, in that purity, that is what Master Jesus did. He, he <clears throat> pardon me, he owned the sins of humanity. He atoned for them. And then he released, he, he rose. And that is what we're talking about here. We're also talking about this from the state of eight people were saved in the ark to continue human race, to rebuke, reboot humanity, 
leading to a new beginning. Um, after the resurrection, Master Jesus showed himself to believers, his disciples, Mary Magdalene, and a few others, but eight times. So this number eight, it's also associated, for all the men listening, ouch, um, but with circumcision, it's performed on the eighth day. It was, and it's at the eighth day, this is fascinating, it's at the eighth day that an infant, a male infant, where their blood will coagulate. It's, okay, that's pretty, that's, you know, again, science, science meeting spirituality, and this piece of on the eighth day, and that it meant that it was a, that there was a connection and a, um, an acknowledgement of the Holy Spirit. So there's the beauty in the number eight, and we see it again on the magician card. I'm going to bring that up in a second. And then number 17, because from the 17 is the eight, and 17, follow, be led, your soul source connection. And 17 is this one about, it symbolizes the power to go through obstacles, to vanquish foes, and to win over the rebellious. And it talks about how it was on uh, the floods, pre-Noah, with Noah, began on the seventh day, 17th day of the second month. And that Noah and others boarded the ark on the seventh day, 17th day of the seventh month. Jesus overcame the death on the 17th day of that month in Nisan, I believe. So you can see, and it's also in Corinthians, the 17th word is love, which is the most powerful, present, prevalent word that can be received and shared by anyone. So you can see the power of this moment. Um, and with this, they gave me the song, it's Andra Day's Rise Up. And there's, I'm going to put, I'm going to post the lyrics to this. Um, but it talks about you're broken down and tired of living life on a merry-go-round. So think of this karmic cycle, this karmic wheel we've been on for millennia. And you can't find the fighter, but I see it in you. So we're going to walk it out and move mountains. We're going to walk it out. And then she says, and I'll rise up. So this is where we're talking about um, where they said to us before, put, you know, put your broken pieces back together. All you have to do to do that is see in your mind's eye, sit quietly, see in your mind's eye, this beautiful staff vibrating in iridescent rainbow colors, just vibrating and pulsating and realize that that divine staff is you. Ever present, ever omnipotent, ever, ever evolving, ever changing, ever radiating. And like the magician and the fool, I'm bringing this back up again. You are ready. You have everything you need, even when it may feel like you don't. You have everything you need. You have every you have every element. You have the foundation for it, the table. You have the cup, the pentacle, the sword, and the wand, the staff. You have infinity. You have the diadem, divinity, royalty. You have all of the, the vine. You have the natural abundance. It is the first card. And as it is within you and it moves you with the moon, 
revealing what is hidden, representative of the divine feminine and the star of Venus. They move to the sun, the radiating of the sun, and you then embark on, on this new, on your new journey, on your new self. But it is absolutely believing it. First and foremost, believe. Reassemble the pieces if you need to, when you need to. And then embark. Keep like Elizabeth was saying, uh, after 23 years and eight years in a relationship, and I'm picking it all, I'm leaving this, I'm, le- I'm picking it all up, and I'm, I'm putting full faith and trust, I'm stepping out. I'm embarking on my fool's journey. And the fool, the most empowered divine magic, exactly, she's saying divine magic fool. It is radiating, and this is who you are, and you have everything. So let's move into, um, I want to go to hexagram 42, because hexagram 42 is about increase, and that is what we're talking about here. Ah, sorry, before we go to hexagram 42, I'm jumping back quickly, the color green. I want you all to see this beautiful image coming up because they, this, the green, and remember, let me do this really quickly. Um, Up on the screen right now, the journey begins anew. On the left is the childhood innocence. It's the earth magic card. And you see this verdant green meadow. You see the radiating light coming through the clouds. You see the innocence of the, of the two youths, the, the boy and the girl. You see the way through. You see the gates down there. They're standing in front of a fence. But the two posts denote the number 11, this way to, the way through. It it ushers them right to the nourishment of the water, the divine feminine, the divine soma, the the radiance and abundance of the meadow, the sun, the heavens, the stars. they, They have it all. It's right there. So moving from that image to the color green, and here's this rolling verdant stunning image of green. And they said, green, the beauty of abundance, the power of source. And so the green, you're going to, you're going to start seeing, and in your mind's eye, in your meditations, as um, Brigitte was saying with green and so forth, keep seeing this image. I'll post it in the, in the comment thread below. Keep seeing this image, this verdant image of green, the abundance, because green represents nature, growth, rebirth, health, hope, positive things related to overall well-being. It's also about life-giving fertility and energy. It's also about um, luck, prosperity. The, the um, yes, Anne is saying my favorite color. So here's this richness. I mean, it's just like, ooh, it's so good. And they keep saying, this technicolor, everything that's in this new way of being, the new order of things, is, is that rich and verdant and abundant and prosperous and vital and, and fertile and um, lucky it, because it's technicolor. It, it's, we've come to life. We've restored our divine magic. It's and this was really very interesting and challenging. I sat with this for many days. So this is another piece where Elizabeth, the I am moment. And 
and they were saying, so just as this is, just as this green is, so technicolor green, just as it is, so is, quote unquote, its opposite, what was, the gray, black and white, the shadow elements. So in other words, and, and so both are revealed. So when we, when you repair what's spoiled, when you remove the decay or when you restore something to its former glory, those, it's, we're revealing things. All of those represent something that is being revealed, a shadow element. And thereby, in the black and white of it, we're going to see truth. We're going to see it's going to, it is, it is what it is. So on the left is the old, the gray, the black and white, the old order of things, and that will be revealed. On the right is the new, the green, this, the beauty of abundance and the power of source, the radiance, the power to create everything new, to restore things to its former glory. And so, you know, again, it's a choice. Choose. Um, golden ticket, choose, don't be late to the party, be on time, unify and unite body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit, because we're at this moment of increase. And the fourth thing that they said is that all you ever need is, and then they underlined the word is, so you can see this I am, all you ever need is you have everything you need. We have it. It is within us. We need only align with it, invoke it, bring it to manifestation and creation. Exactly. It is ever-flowing life, endless. Elizabeth, thank you. Yes, exactly that. So all you ever need is, and then they said, within you, exclamation point. And so, and this is where the Ten of Cups, so it's the Fool, the Magician, the Ten of Cups, and the Four of Cups. The Ten of Cups is utopia. I, it's, it's the blissful life. The Four of Cups, remember, is where we're sitting on our, the, the individual is sitting with their back against a tree, arms folded, pouty face, looking at three cups on a verdant hill. Here, let me bring this up for a second. I have it um, as part of the, the other. You see it on the left of your screen. And there is the, the one cup, the fourth cup, coming in from the hand of God, the hand of source, the hand of the unseen, saying, this cup, this cup is for you. These three cups that you know, you know what you know until you know, time to shine. These three cups are the old way, the old order. Those three cups are going away. You don't need those three cups anymore. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Whatever they may represent. The cup that you want, that's ever-flowing, endless, is the one coming in that currently in the Four of Cups we may not be looking at. We may, we may not be looking to. And this is where the fool's journey, that full faith and trust of the unknown and knowing, going as guided, knowing what to do, because we know. We know what to do and to do it even when it's scary. Because what is on the other side of that, 
what's on the other side of that bridge, that rainbow, is expansion, this pot of gold, this number 42, this hexagram number 42. And thereby, GE, we bring good things to life. Well, the unseen, we bring good things to life. That is their uh, their point here. Their, that is their uh, their moniker. Um, so I would say Elizabeth just said job security relationship or divine source. I would say and divine source meaning. I understand how you meant it, Elizabeth. Um, what the and is having those the job, the security, and the relationship via divine source going as guided first always listening first connecting with your soul source connection your soul source gps first so as to have all of those not putting those job security relationship three of cups the physical putting those first and then seeking source seeking your soul or believing that they're going to quote unquote save you source because we don't need we don't need saving in the way that we've believed or thought the saving comes from the being i am i am thereby i am saved i already am and thereby when i operate from my soul when i lead with my soul when i create and manifest from my soul from this cup coming in from the unseen all the other things align, the energies align to mirror that, to radiate that, to enhance it, to increase it. Which brings me to hexagram 42. Gosh, is this an... I hope you all are as excited about this show today as I am. I, it's it's incredible. The energy, the, uh, the auspiciousness, the expansion of it is just vibrating. And so, I yes, put in the comments if, if it's radiating with you. Um, hexagram 42, here we are. Um, it's about increase. Its action is expand. Again, what's its hidden influence? 23, split apart. Why? To regenerate, to renew, to go back home to the past so as to usher in the future. So as to, um, you know, they're, they're giving me an, uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast and the clock and the, at a point, you know, the clock strikes midnight and everyone perishes, passes. And yet, through the act of love, everyone is restored to their former self. Because remember, you know, the, the, the clock was the, the butler of the, of the castle who was then turned into a clock who then was restored to his former glory, like the rest of the, like the beast and the other characters of the castle. And so it's a beautiful, that the striking of the clock at midnight and then love. And here we're talking divine love, divine, you know, ever present source, spirit, source, God, symphony, love, divine love restores us, returns us to our former glory. And we go on to live with that renewed essence, energy, place, spaces, things. Um, it's underlining cause, duration, and commitment, duration, going the distance, 
like, you know, that uncarved block, honing and polishing the block, going the duration, but it requires commitment. It requires that we choose, that we commit to it. Beautiful, Elizabeth. Restoration through love. So happy. Yes, exactly. And so, and it says, like springtime, a cycle is beginning, uh, pardon me, which new growth will continue its forward march toward the apex of summer. Remember the sun radiating. And this, and remember, we're still under the influence of the Leo full moon that was um, square Uranus, expecting the unexpected. This energy of movement, the power of the sun, Leo is represented by the sun. And so it's, an, it's this continuing growth and march toward the apex of summer. Increases a message about expansion and fullness. Like decrease, ye, is, simple, is simply another cycle of life as it flowers, decays, and achieves rebirth. Since the time suggests increase, the universe is supporting growth while opportunities emerge to support your expansion. See, it's like now is the time. They're telling us all planets ahead. It's 2023, the seven year, this foundation and fulfillment. The time is now. This big move of Pluto moving into Aquarius coming up in March, Saturn moving to Pisces. You know, Pluto in, in Aquarius, not since 1777, not since the French and American revolutions, not since the founding of America, the ideal, the ideal this perfected union, this perfected state of being. And here we come, coming back around to take it up an octave higher. Eight. Um, the wind is moving and dispersing the enormous creative energy of thunder below, and a time of flowering is at hand. All the flower imagery on the full card and the magician card. The underlining cause of duration can show that after a period of commitment and planning, it is time to put your plan into action. There's Elizabeth. Boom, 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 putting the plan into action. There is um, Brigitte having a plan in action and them saying, hang on a second, we need to renew something here. We need to restore something here. Do you see how they connect internally, the, the, the staff and so forth, with the house that's flooded and so forth? Okay, now my example of the family home being restored to her former glory. So that what energetically we carry forward with us is that memory, that memory of her glory, of her radiating as we pass her forward. Same thing. This is what they're talking about. Um, so uh, the cause of duration comes after a period of commitment and planning. It is time to put your plan into action. The hidden influence of split apart shows how regeneration requires the ability to expand. We are never the same. Nothing ever stays the same. Moment by moment, we are ever expanding, ever changing, even if it doesn't look like we are. Therefore, a time of increase may be associated with releasing any self-sabotaging thoughts that undermine forward growth. There can be a balancing that is necessary where being too conservative, too conservative is no longer working, and you may need to take a chance on the unknown. So this is about not staying fixed. We can't stop time. We can't stay encumbered in a box. We can't keep things. We have to keep expanding. We have to keep taking the next step. And have to meaning because that's the way. 
the way, not our way. It's the way of the soul, not the ego. Um, the opportunity for growth and expansion is surrounding you, and you need only take advantage of it while it is here. Because again, you don't want to miss you don't want to miss the train. You want to, you don't want to be late to the party. Um, I want to bring up this beautiful quote. Um, The wise detect and prepare for the sun's march across the empty sky. Remember that the, I'm sorry, they're being told that we, sometimes there's a connection issue with Facebook, so we will, but we will continue on. Um, The wise detect and prepare for the sun's march across the empty sky. The fool, this radiant sun in the open sky in this empty sky. And as we continue, it says, if decrease goes on and on, it is certain to bring about increase. When the moon's waning has reached its zenith, it begins waxing. Increase moves gentle and mild, daily progress without limit, because change is universal in all regularly recurring processes of nature. All things will reach a stage in which they begin to move toward their opposite condition. This principle suggests a transition towards fullness. This is that beautiful return. That is what they are talking about. And it is love-based. It is harmony-based. It is unity-based. We often hear about the word community. Community can denote separation, hierarchy, division. Unity is. It's about it's an era of unity, of oneness, unity, no division, no separation, no hierarchy within and without, internally, externally. We only give credibility to observable phenomena, although more than 90% of our universe is comprised of the unseen. And scientists call this the missing mass problem. I like I think I find that funny because this missing mass problem. You know what you know until you know. There's nothing missing. There's no missing mass. It's just unknown to us. We know what we know until we know, until it is um, delivered, revealed, discovered, actuated. When you can begin to discern the movement of nature's unseen aspects, you can prepare for the opportunity that always arises after a period of decrease. The darkest and most silent hour is always right before the dawn of activity. Remember that twilight color on the mantra. Here it is. Right before. It's always darkest before the dawn. It's that twilight hour in the morning and at night. And we're going to move into this last piece about hexagram 42. And this is such a powerful image. And it says, The void is often frightening although it is pregnant with enormous possibility. The reason this is brought here, I did it in black and white, yin-yang, the harmony, the balance, divine masculine, divine feminine, the purity of the void. The void can be frightening, although it is pregnant with enormous possibility. Verdant green, green, technicolor, utopia, our original state of being. And thereby, we have this radiance of opportunity at our hands, at, this, at our fingertips at this moment. 
Um, and the last thing they said was, be bold, be brave, be courageous. And while brave and courageous are synonyms for one another, the way they meant this was, be bold, take action, take the necessary steps, connect to your soul source connection, repair what's spoiled, radiate and visualize green, technicolor, this iridescent rainbow staff that is your divine magic. Same as Jack Frost, that divine staff, that magical staff. And then be brave. Be brave, meaning it's your internal action. It's the micro. It's internal. Be brave. Be courageous. It's your external. It's your macro. So be bold, be brave, be courageous. And then they gave me the cowardly lion. And remember the Leo full moon, or the, the, yeah, the Leo full moon, square Uranus, Leo, the sun, Leo, the lion, Leo, the sphinxes at the plaza, uh, uh, the Giza plateau. And they said, the cowardly lion. What he wanted, what he thought he needed was courage. And yet he faced his fears. He went on the journey with his companions, with others, yes. However, he had to do it alone. He had to internally choose. And what he was met with was, like this beautiful image of the fool and, and the magician, trusted companions, guides, fellow travelers. And they then experienced divine magic, divine will, and they triumphed. They triumphed over the darkness and the shadow or the that which had spoiled, that which had fallen from grace or fallen away from the light. And there they were restored. Technicolor. So thank you all so, so much for being here, for joining today, and for going on this incredibly divine and magical journey with myself, the Lady Jacqueline and the unseen. I look forward to, uh, I walk the walk and I walk the talk, so to speak. Um, I'm going on some travels here and uh, I am continuing to go as guided um, and to see what happens in the unknown because that's where it all um, flourishes and flowers and unfolds. So until next week, um, I wish you all well and continue to journey. It's time to shine, igniting the divine magic within. Your key theme is unity. Love you all. See you next week. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.